Welcome to the Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the Flow. I wanted to create a space where artists could come together and encourage all of humanity through the arts. So welcome to that space. For more information, to follow my journey and the journey of all of our artists, visit andreintheflow.com and lovecityarts.org. Please enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. Beltran was originally a singer-songwriter. She's been writing songs since she was 13 years old, and it all started when her middle school teacher gave her the opportunity to sing an original graduation song for the entire class. Ever since then, she kept picking up instruments such as the guitar, piano, and even bass guitar to better her writing. During her last few years of high school, she composed a choir piece for her school's choir performance as well as score background music for the fall play. When she entered Berkeley School of Music, she wanted to use the opportunity to challenge herself and to learn something she could never do, and that was engineering. Join me in my conversation with Miss Maggie Beltran as we discuss creating a moment, holding healing spaces, being your own cheerleader, and so much more. Today's guest is Maggie Beltran. Uh, she's a music producer based in LA, and we're so glad to have her on the episode. Thanks for being here, Maggie. Thank you for having me. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your music production in LA or wherever you are in the world. Okay. So um, I actually do a couple of things as a producer. I'm also a sound engineer. I work out of Nightbird Studios in West Hollywood. Um, I go by Miss Beltran as my producer name. I make um, EDM. I'll do remixes. I've worked with a couple of other pop artists as well, different styles. What's your favorite type of stuff to produce? Um, I make a lot of like EDM house music. Um, I also like a lot of like Moombaton and like Jamaican styles. Um, 
I DJ as well. I spin a lot of Mubaton, reggaeton, house. It's a lot of fun. Okay, now tell me a little bit about EDM. This, what does EDM stand for? I'm not f- completely familiar myself with that genre as it is. So. so EDM means electronic dance music. Saying that you're an EDM person is actually a very broad statement since there's a lot of different styles of EDM. Um, so it's really just any kind of style of music that's electronic. Okay, and how did you fall in love with EDM music and and the production of it? Like, what was your entryway into this type of music? So, um, before I went to college at Berkeley College of Music, I wasn't very tech-oriented. I was very much into acoustic music and punk music. Um, Once I got into college and I realized that, okay, I could totally do a tech major. I don't really need to know a lot. I got more and more into it, and I just, like, engulfed myself in all this electronic um, programs and stuff like that, and I just, like, I love puzzle piecing, and electronic music is very much like puzzle piecing for me. Puzzle piecing and finding all sorts of elements and then finding a way to make them gel and match and turn into this, this polished product for you? Yeah, and, like, it's great because it's, like, you don't even have to think sometimes. You just kind of go with it, and then everything just happens to match up. And then you have people dancing. It's really, really fun. Have you had the experience yet of seeing people actually groove to your music in public space? Yes, I have. Um, I play – well, I DJ, so I've (laughs) – I've played my own songs, like, in my sets, and people just went nuts. Um, I also play my music at work sometimes, like, um, when we're just doing stuff as a group, and then everyone's dancing and trying to sing the words and the melodies in their heads, and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, fun's where it's at. So uh, I have a series of questions that I've that I've been asking our guests. And so I'm going to start with those with you. What is love to you, Maggie? Um, hmm. Love to me is the genuine feeling of completely just like caring for something or somebody. That's awesome. Who do you love in your life? Um, I would say my mom and my dad. What do you love about them? They're, I just, I love their consistent support. I love that they're not perfect. And I love that they're um, constantly just trying to help me. And they, I also love how I've grown with them and um, just like who they are. And it's because it's like who they are is what who I am too. Is this when you first knew that you were loved through them yeah you know I haven't really ever been like a relationship person I've always struggled with that area so um and it's like trying to find love and other people can be really hard because you don't know them as well and like I really know my parents so it's like I know that their love is genuine yes um, beyond relationships, are there any activities in your life that that makes you come alive with love? 
Mm. Beyond the producing and beyond being in the studio, like what makes you happy? What makes you come alive with love? I would have to say like just like the little tiny moments that I have with my friends like at work or like um, working on music or working on a video or doing something like we have like you always have those little stupid moments that you'll remember with your friends forever and like you won't see them for months or years and you'll meet up with them and be uh, again and you'll be like um, oh remember that one time so and so did this or like those are the best like I love those kinds of like no um no boundary no time limit relationships where like if I see you you know five years from now if I see you five minutes from now the relationship will be consistent um the energy will still be there you'll pick up right where you left off yeah those are great because it's like even if you had problems in the past it's like nobody cares after a while because no one wants to worry about those things yeah just once yeah they just want to enjoy you yeah and like honestly most of the time you're just happy to see that they're still alive because it's like i've had some friends that have passed and it's really sad because it's like we had some great memories even though we had difficult times but like I get to see a friend that I haven't seen in years, and you're just like, oh, my God, like, how are you? Like, you're great. Like, I'm so happy to see you, you know? Yeah, talking about being grateful for being alive, I recently had a classmate of mine um, pass away this year, and it was something wild um, just seeing the obituary with, you know, 1984 through 2018 it was like, oh my goodness, like tomorrow's not promised. Like there is a finite amount of time that we have on the planet. So it's important that we appreciate the friends that we have and really soak up all the love that we can from them. Um, and so I, yeah, I resonate with what you said, like, yeah, just the gift of them being here um, is enough to fall in love with. Yeah, totally. For sure. Um, where does love present itself in your personal artistry so how is it woven into the edm is it in the actual producing of it um is it how do you inject your artistry with love so edm is presented a lot at like moments of dancing so like we could say club nights fundraising events parties hanging out with your friends at work um what i like to do is kind of like create a sound that I know is going to create a moment. And in those moments, there could be moments of love. There could be moments of hate. There could be moments of like crazy things happen. You don't know, but it's like every element and all like in sound waves to have such a, like have such an effect on people. Like one thing I love to do at work is like when I, when I was new to my job, I played a bunch of different kinds of music, trying to figure out what vibrates with everybody. And then I took all of like everybody's favorite songs or sound that they like, and I incorporated it all into one playlist. And now I play that, I can play that playlist over and over again and everybody would still love it, you know? So you like crowdsource some joy. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Um, this is a very, bit of a heavy question, so bear with me. Just walk the path with me. What do you feel like your life's mission is? And I'm not talking about, like, what it's going to be. Up until now, or as you are in the present moment, what is your life's mission? 
You know, it's funny. Like, I've actually really thought about this. Okay. (laughs) Give it to us. I definitely think my life mission is to heal people. I definitely think that I have been put into some really difficult situations in my life to help somebody in in a position. Like, I've moved around a lot as a kid. I traveled a lot as a kid. And it's like every single situation that I've walked into was really rough. And then when I've left, everything, it's like almost everything was like seemingly better. Now we can, now we can change names. This is my podcast. So we can change names to protect the innocent if you'd like. But tell me about a time when that happened where you stepped into a space and created healing. Because I think it might be helpful for our listeners to, to hear that this may be possible for them as well. So, um, I had a friend that I've known since I've been 15 years old. Um, and she, we've been friends. We just never stopped being friends. She's tried to push me away. She's tried to ignore me for like a year at a time. But it's like, it's like every time that she's always been in trouble, I've caught her and I, I called her out on it and I helped her out of the situation. She um, has had, like, drug problems. She's been in, like, groups of friends that are just not good for her and her mentality. Um, But now um, we recently caught up, and she's living in India. Oh. And she, like, the last time I saw her, she was, her mother was like almost disowning her. She was not doing well in school. And I like said to her, I was like, you need to do something for you. You need to take care of yourself. You can't expect your mom to give you everything at hand. You can't let yourself fall into a space because you're just going to let yourself fall. And after that, she joined an ashram in India and she worked on a lot of spiritual healing, and now she's sober. She has a wonderful boy, wonderful boyfriend. She has a, she has her own place in India. She's super happy, and it's like now it's like now times like I find her helping me. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. mm-hmm. I found um, in in many of my personal relationships um, this concept in. Buddhism and a lot of spiritual paths. I'm a Buddhist. Um, that Ooh. there's a there's um, a concept of holding space, um, and what that means for me is, you know, having friends or loved ones or family members. Um, uh, sometimes they are in caves or in dark spaces or down in dark, you know, chasms of their lives. And I just try to remind the people in my life that like, I will always be outside this cave, outside the hole of the cave waiting for you, you know, you know, and, and, you know, even if you need to be alone in there or if you need to like have someone just kind of at the ready looking out for you, I'm here holding space. I'm here outside the cave so that when you want to emerge, you're able to walk into, like your friend did, these ashram situations and these healthy uh, romance relationships and things like that. I think I think that holding space for people in the way that you do is very, very, very important. Um, and, and, you know, it always comes back, as you just said. 
Yeah, like that. It's so key. Like, cause I have it happen to me, like with my brother. Like, I've caught him in moments that I think some of my family will never find him in. And I've literally just said, hey, I got you. Just do this, and everything will be okay. And if you need an extra hand, just let me know. And you know what? Like, he's doing so much better now. It's like sometimes you just need that person waiting, holding that space for you. Like, that's yeah, that's a good way to put it. Wow. Um, What would be one of your personal comeback stories? Um, I would definitely say, like, um, after this summer, this summer was probably the roughest summer I will ever have in my life. 2017 was crazy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, I moved, (laughs) I moved seven times this summer. Seven? Yeah. I moved out to LA for a job that ended up not working out, which was totally okay because then after that I had another job opportunity lined up. So I wasn't upset. But I I kept finding myself in situations where I thought I could trust somebody. And a month later, they're kicking me out on the road. So, yeah, I, I like, I lived in one place for a month. I lived at another place for another month and then I tried to move out to somewhere else and they lied to me about a lease agreement and I moved back to the first place I was at and then they kicked me out because of some personal vendetta. Yeah. Um, How did all this make you feel? I was like, I don't know how I got through it, but I was on a constant of like, kind of like having, like being my own cheerleader. It was exhausting um, because it's you like I know I'm own cheerleader. Yeah, it's like everybody that I tried to like lean on just slightly, just because I needed them, they were literally just put like kicking me down. I literally like the person the the person who kicked me out, and I was homeless for a week. Um, like basically told me that I'm not capable of living on my own that I should just go home and just being a total downer and it really sucks like don't believe her don't listen to them like don't like they're they're not they're they're completely wrong like well number one I'm sorry that that happened to you um and I just have to ask like what did you say to yourself because there may be listeners who are tuning in right now who are getting kicked out of their places, um, maybe going through hardship at their um, jobs, uh, you know, maybe laid off or fired from their places of employment or whatever the story may be. Like, what did you say to yourself that might help them get through? I just kind of thought, you know what? Like, I got myself out to L.A. I got myself an awesome job. I have 23 years of experience of, like, shit that I've just gotten myself through. Like, you got to remember who you are and, like, what you stand for and what you're trying to do and what your goals are. And it's just, like, people who are trying to kick you down are just side characters in your story. I love that you just said, I've got 23 years of experience on this planet. Um... 
that's amazing. I think that it's important. You just you just let it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's important that we remember our cosmic. Um, I'm about to get woo woo, Maggie. So forgive me, but it's important <laughs> that we remember our cosmic resume. Um, even as you said that to me, like I have 34 years experience of coming through good, bad, ugly, um, all these things, and I should I should rest in that. Um, that because you have 23 years of of experience in dealing with this life, and because I have 34, and because we've been so blessed to have made it this far, um, we ha- we're of the stuff to keep going. Wasn't quite like this. We're so cold, but it wasn't quite like this. No one in my dream that I brought these ices. Plus, I got cheese and I mean nice ices. Sometimes I scream so the world might hear me. Then I got me so the world might fear me. Pulling all sides, but they can't quite hear me. Yeah, her threats, but they don't quite scare me. Indestructible now. Don't fuck with you now. Don't change with the crowd. Just make my weed loud. Cause that's how I do. Tell your homeboys come through. Tell them bop when I'm through. Now go get me some food. Y'all the work of and I'm the queen of business, bitch. That better be my drink or I will scream up in this bitch. I be so damn dramatic, cause I seen a fitness, bitch. And when I walk away, I know you see the way it twitch like. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Move! That is so, so, so good. Um, is there any social media um, or any any place where people can find your music and your EDM tracks? Yeah. Like, if you've made it this long, I think you're killing it. <laughs> yes! Hashtag killing it. Yeah. Um, I'm all over the place. Um, you can just search, like, on Spotify, Tidal, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever you use. Um, just search Miss M I S S Beltran, B E L T R A N, um, like Carlos Beltran. Yeah, <laughs> the baseball player. Um, and then on Twitter, I um, think I'm Miss Beltran Music, M S underscore Beltran Music, and Instagram, I am the Miss Beltran. <laughs> the Miss is that. Th- uh, T-H-E-M-S or T-H-E, all, all just spelled out? All just spelled out. Okay, so T-H-E-M-I-S-S-B-E-L-T-R-A-N, the Miss Beltran. I want to thank you so much for being on. Before I let you go, I want to ask you to fill in um, a, a couple of blanks. Um, but I, I just I just thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was great. So here you're filling the blanks. Joy is blank. Um, hmm. Joy is simple moments. Joy is simple moments. And then freedom is blank. Freedom is loving yourself. Yes, 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 yes. Freedom is loving yourself. Well, you've definitely given us a lot of tools today here on the podcast of ways in which we can love ourselves and actually show up more and more every day for other people so once again thank you thank you thank you and would you come back sometime on the podcast totally okay Tell them
That was Miss Maggie Beltran. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I want to invite you to like, share, comment, and tweet about this episode. Your comments help me to make this podcast the best that it can be and continue to share the love. Don't forget to pass this episode on to someone that you may know that might need an extra pick-me-up as well. Also, feel free to visit lovecityarts.org. We've got more episodes, monthly giveaways, upcoming in-person events, uplifting blogs, and a book club on the way. Love City exists to uplift artists, the ones that love them, and the inner creative genius in us all. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned for another uplifting episode from the Love City Arts Podcast. Hi there, everybody. It's Andre and the Flow from Love City Arts. I hope that wherever you are on the planet today that you're feeling all of the love that the universe has for you and also know that I love you as well. I wanted to stop by to tell you about a few of the offerings we now have from Love City Arts. We now have a podcast, our monthly giveaways, our healing gatherings, our blog, and also a soon-to-be-formed book club. For more information, log on to lovecityarts.org. I cannot wait to share all of the love with you.